I do want to still cover all the fruits of the Spirit and really dive into some of these. So this month in February, we are going to just touch on, in this episode in particular, the fruit of the Spirit of joy. And I hope you stick around, even if you're here mostly for the health and fitness stuff or a lot of the um, interviews that I do here on the show, I hope you stick around because I am going to talk about a few parallels with joy and learning about our own walk of faith and getting closer and growing in our faith with Jesus. So let's go. Hey there, I'm Ashley, mama four and creator of Reps and Redemption. Join me as I share my passion for health education, explore all things fitness and nutrition, plus share a little faith-filled homemaking along the way. If you're a mom ready to build strength and live a life of epic redemption, this podcast is for you. Let's get after it. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such, there is no law. Now, I wanted to really focus on each fruit of the Spirit because I think there's so much in each one. And, and like I said, last month we talked about love and loving others and ourselves and our homes and self-love, like biblical self-love. And some of that, like I shared in a few episodes, a few episodes ago, is kind of convicting because it's so countercultural and different to what the world says, how the world says we should live and how the world says we should treat people. And Please listen, even if you're not on this same exact path, I would love for you to just give it a chance because I do think there's a lot of parallels, if you will, with biblical scripture and my personal walk with the Lord. And you might surprise, you might be surprised by some of the truths that get shared on this show. And next week we will get right back into our health and fitness episodes. This won't take too much of your time. I just wanted to share my own personal point of view and some things I've been learning about joy recently. So let's dive in. As you know, I talk a lot on the show about Bible study fellowship and studying the scripture in-depth theology with other like-minded believers in Christ. Now, these women can attend all different sorts of churches, Methodist, Baptist, Catholic, non-denominational, you name it, but we all have one thing in common, and that is wanting to learn the Bible, wanting to dive deeper into God's Word, and wanting a little help uh, along the way, you know, discussing what these particular truths mean. We're studying the book of John. What is Jesus really saying here? What is he trying to show his disciples? And it's really cool conversations that I have in my group a lot of the times, and shout out to my own group <laughs> at Roswell BSF location in here in North Georgia. I guess I, it wouldn't be too North, but they'll, they'll know what I mean if, if anybody decides to listen to this episode. But I wanted to share this particular little note that I wrote today at my BSF class. And it said that Jesus gives us peace because he gives us himself. And Jesus's peace is joy. And I just kind of stayed there for a while because when I think of joy, I ask myself, am I joyful? Am I a joyful person? Like, what does that look like in my life? And I wanted to ask you the same question. What does joy look like for you? 
And especially if you're in a season of new babies and sleepless nights, I know a lot of you are, how can we remain joyful in such trying circumstances? Well, the Bible's pretty clear, and it says that we are able to be joyful even when it is difficult. Now, I find this kind of challenging because I remember many sleepless nights, even recently, where I do not feel very joyful. But there is so many things in the book of John that talks about having joy, but not in the sense of a temporal way where the world would give us like, you know, temporal joy, nothing wrong with a cup, a cup of coffee, but that's only temporary, right? My joy is only going to last about 10 minutes if I rely on that cup of coffee. And I think that it was John 14, 27 to 28 that says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. You have heard me say to you, I'm going away and I'm coming back to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice because I said, I'm going to the Father, for my Father is greater than I. I think that this verse in particular, these few verses, show us that he's preparing his disciples for his departure and he's about to leave them. Now, do they know he's going to be crucified? In my own personal opinion, I do not think they knew that he would even be taken away to be questioned or mocked or any of those things, which is why I think he was speaking to them words of comfort to know that everything is going to be okay. In him alone, do they and can they have hope, which is really comforting, but also kind of hard to grasp. I mean, I think of some of these things that happen in the world throughout our day or just people that we know that are just absolutely heartbreaking and terrible. And, and you know, even when my own child just skins their knee or my little two-year-old has a boo-boo on her chin, I don't really know where she got it from, but it won't go away because she stops, she starts messing with it and it hurts her and it hurts me. And I'm like, how is this, how can I be joyful with just, it's hard in that little tiny, with that little tiny boo-boo, how can I remain joyful when something like this happens or for other people. And it does say because he gives us his peace. And I believe that what got highlighted to me here is that his peace is eternal, where the world gives peace that's temporal. And to kind of think of that in your life and what's helped me after having a really rough night of being awake a lot or just really wondering, like, what am I trying to learn here or what is God trying to teach me that I have to rely on him a lot more than I ever thought. And in that alone, the fact that I can rely on Jesus for my strength and my peace kind of relieves me a little bit. I kind of take a deeper breath and I can relax a little bit. And, you know, one of the parallels I was mentioning in the beginning of the show I shared in the last episode, I believe it was episode 108, how I started training jujitsu. And there's just so many parallels in this art that I just, I can't with my mind think of all of them right now. But one of them is, you know, a lot of people lately that I have trained with, practiced with, grappled with, rolled with, whatever you want to call it, several of them have told me, you are not strong enough 
You cannot do this. You cannot do X, Y, Z with strength. You have to figure out technique. You have to figure out how to move around it. You cannot rely on your strength alone. They're not saying, I'm not strong. What they're saying is, I'm not strong enough to move said person's body. (laughs) And I keep relying on strength the whole time, which is why I get so tired (laughs) during these roles, during these, they're anywhere from three minutes to five minutes to seven minutes. Oh, dear Lord, when it's seven minutes, I'm just like, how am I going to do this? And it's because I keep relying on my own strength. And this is so like us as moms. We rely on our own strength. And listen, we get things done, right? And and we're good for a while. We can we can hit a pretty good groove of not relying on anyone else, relying on our own strength, and then we just tap. Like maybe it's a day later, maybe it's 24 days later, but we just hit a wall where it's like I cannot keep going in my own strength, whether that's emotionally or physically, or spiritually. I believe there's so much there to think about when it comes to joy. If we rest in Jesus's peace, no matter what we're facing, we will realize we don't have to use all of our own strength. This isn't an excuse to not try or use, quote, technique, right? But this is something that shows us, like, where can I put my best effort? And then Jesus needs to take the wheel in every area anyways. And then that way, I can have peace in this situation. I can have joy in this situation. I am exhausted. (laughs) Last night was tough. My baby was teething. But I am still joyful because today is the day the Lord has made. And I will rejoice and be glad in it. There are so many things that we can be, I guess, begrudgingly or drudgery about. But I believe if we focus on this is the season that I am in for a reason, I didn't even mean for that to rhyme, but it does, that when we focus that and we trust that God has us where we are for a reason, I believe it it becomes a little bit easier, or maybe easy is not the word, but more simple to live a life worthy of the calling. And the calling is that we have peace in him and we're able to pass it on to our children. John 15, 11 through 12 says, these things I have spoken to you that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. And it goes on in that verse a little longer, but I wanted to capture those that first sentence because he is obedient to the cross, to go to the Father, to reunite us with God. And that is his joy to do that. And we can be reunited with God because of his sacrifice. And it's his joy. It's like, oh my goodness, you know, (laughs) I'm complaining about my long nights and the Lord my, my Lord, my the Son of God did this for me. And honestly, I didn't read a single complaint in this entire in, in this entire book or this picture of what he had to do to make his joy complete and to bring us joy. I hope this encourages you to think about this week and this month, February, that, you know, just think that joy is abiding in Jesus. I heard that today in my group. I can't remember who said it. Someone in my in my Bible study fellowship group said it. You know who you are. I'm so, I'm so sorry. I, it's between like two or three people who said it because we were all just discussing peace and joy and Jesus preparing his disciples for leaving and how we can be joyful in, you know, whether life is going really well or whether there's challenges and we're in the middle or whether things are really 
dire and how we can rely on him for our strength and that joy is abiding in Jesus. So I hope this month of February you will find your joy, even if it's maybe a huge challenge for you to do so. I know that I've been there and I hope that you find that abiding in Jesus is all you really need to do to have strength, to have peace, and to find joy. If this episode inspired you, will you share with a friend? Remember, this podcast offers health education tips and holistic insights. Please consult healthcare professionals for personalized advice. Until next time, Mama, be bold and live well.